This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. The silver mines, there's a kind-hearted woman, she's looking so fine, always taking care of her community, bringing folks together is her cup of tea. She's out on the road and all over the web, with a big smiling heart, it's About Town Deb. And welcome to City Talk with About Town Deb. As you can see, this is my second week at the National Automobile Museum in Reno, Nevada. And guess what? There's the man behind the curtain, the legend. I've been talking. This is Phil, by the way, the executive director. You've been on many times. Many, but, many, many, many times. times. But Christian, they yeah. can see you. You this actually get to see the man behind the curtain. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Phoenixmedia.us. Amazing. Like, I'm actually looking at him like, wow, I could really see you. Well, normally you just see the computer screen and what's going on and your own reflection, for lack of a better term, and just hear the voice behind. But you uh, hear that voice. But, but now he's famous because, as mentioned before we came on air, he's on all the television commercials now for the museum. So both of you are. Which I still haven't seen. I yet. haven't seen either. Yeah. So I, I want to see it so we can share it because we're in a commercial together. I know. I know. It's exciting. It's Very exciting. famous. Very famous. Get Very, a fan well, club set up for you now. Oh, we need to get a fan right. club. You I've already got a have Facebook a fan page. club. He already yeah, has I a fan club. He stuff. already has a fan club. <laughs> but so we want to thank you, Phil. I, this is pretty cool. I, so it's my second show officially here with the mics and all of this and Christian. So I kind of feel like thank you. This because is cool. I was a little kind of like when you watched last week, you're going to see I wasn't as perky Debbie because I was kind of getting, because I've, always had this in the other studios Then I got used to not having this. So now I'm like, you hear yourself. So it's like a whole different, like, it's weird. Well, it's an honor to have you here. We're grateful. Well, I am excited and, to be and here. And to get the man behind the curtain. I come love out and it. Yeah. I spend pearly whites. more and more time here. And so it's almost a second home. To I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm going to be spending more time, but I also want to thank our sponsors besides, well, in a sense, you're a sponsor because we're here. So thank you. Thank you. Um, and also Phoenix Media, we always want to thank them because he does a lot more than just this. He rescues me all the time with computer stuff, like all of the time. So I'm very grateful for that. So really, if you ever want somebody to produce a show or do a podcast, he's your man because he's very patient and he's very kind and he doesn't get rattled. I, There's I, some producers who get rattled. He does I, not get, he's very calm. I, I agree. I vouch, I've seen it firsthand. I've experienced it firsthand. And just, just a quick note, I have watched things that maybe in the beginning technically haven't been good. You are so calm. Who? You. you oh, you're I know. calm. But I look over and I'm going, he's just slowly punching the buttons and everything's fine, doesn't lose a beat, I doesn't know. get anybody upset. You're very good at what you do. He's I very good at what he that. does. Thank but you. we also want to thank Gratis Gifts Processing, um, credit card processing. You know, Kurt. I know very well. I know, I know you do. And I have this new program with them now and I'm so happy. I love my new program. And if I'm not mistaken, he's going to be the next guest on your show, isn't he? Is. he? Oh, he is. He I want is. to be on your show. Sure. I'm feeling left sure, out now. Sure. No, 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 I'm he's kidding. A good I'm personal just kidding. No, I like, he's a good friend of mine too. Yeah, so a great we, community member. We want to thank him and Holland Rye Plastic Surgeons. I getting my little Botox, so I'm I'm keeping it real. I'm really loving that. 
Surratt Law Practice was the, as you know, Kim and I go way back. Oh, yeah. She's been a sponsor forever, um, Real City um, Sparks and Weldover Grill. And of course, the cool music that you heard, the bopping, Dee Dee James and um, Caliber Hair and Makeup. So we've got the thank yous out of the way. So holiday time is getting closer and closer and closer. It's almost time. Before you know it, it's going to be Christmas and then it's going to be New Year's and then my birthday in February. I'm already thinking ahead. But then That's we're a year older. That's the depressing part. Oh, you know what? And in, in our last show, we were talking to um, Yvonne and she was like, I'm just going to stay 50. She's a little bit over 52. Not much. But she's <laughs> like, I'm just going to be 52 forever. So if you had an age that you would want to be, what would it be? We just had this conversation this morning. I want to be 25. Really? I want to be 25. I don't want to be 25. I want to be 25. Why? But more importantly, Why? I had a waist that I liked that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So really, not so much the, the year, but I, the, the, okay. the waist size was, was uh, okay. better. I agree. I the think shape? I was still figuring things out at 25. 20, you know, 32, I, I think, would be uh, that perfect year for me. I don't know. You know what? I, I don't know. I, I, I was married at 18. So by, by 20-something, I was already... I was already like doing that whole, what's it, um, the whole mom thing with, what, what's one of the old shows? Like where, um, Leave it Leave to Beaver oh, and yeah. those. I she was, remember, you were Mrs. Cleaver? I was like a Miss Cleaver. <laughs> I know I'm not kidding you. I was, I was that. Didn't wear, I was very, 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 very innocent. But you know, we say even those shows, like I, Jimmy Genie, uh, Leave it to Beaver, a lot of the people here at work, they had no idea what I'm talking about. I think my generation was the last to know what those were. I grew up with So you still did? All of the reruns. I mean, I Dream of Genie, I Love Lucy, Gilligan's Island, and you know, So you still did. But they were re- oh, but they were reruns for they you. They were reruns. They were actually like No, no. no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, no. no. But I have a did, lot of white hair, but I'm not that old. I would have white hair, but thank you, Caliber. Anyway, but we were like talking about like what's been going. Oh, it's, we have so we've got two minutes before we go to break. I Already? fast. I know it always goes fast. The first one. So since we are at, we well, you know I'm going to go to Christian first, just because. Fire away. <laughs> so you you know you're not just an engineer. You have your media company, but you also you have your own show. So tell me all about your show. So I uh, haven't done my show in a little while, what but. The heck? Uh, yeah, just so busy with everything else. With helping that's going all of on. us, yeah. Pretty much. But, uh, you know, it is one of those things where it was a daily morning show with my best friend who happens to live in Denver. And, uh, you know, we would just kind of talk about pop culture, what was going on, find fun stories. And, you know, we called it your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, mm-hmm. crazy world. Because most people yeah. get in the car, they turn on the news, and it's the same depressing news over and over. I don't and turn over the again. news on. Just do you turn the news on? I don't because literally every seven minutes it's something depressing. Yeah. Georgia watches the news for me. For all you guys, Jazzy Georgia is not just my cousin. She's like my I call her my handler. So I want to also give Georgia a thank you. But literally, she'll say, "Oh, did you see? Oh no, you don't watch news. Oh, did you hear? <laughs> no, you don't listen. To, oh, she did just you? gives you the cliff notes. Yeah. So she gives me the cliff notes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's already it's almost time for break already. So we're gonna take a quick break. We come back. We're gonna dig a little bit deeper into Christian and then we're going to talk about Phil and what's happening at the museum so City Talk about Tom Death She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart it's about town Deb My town, your town or any town this is about town Deb presents City Talk now back to the show 
and welcome back to City Talk. I'm about town Deb, Debbie McCarthy, your host. As you could see, I am on a different set. Hopefully, it'll be more of a permanent set at the National Automobile Museum. That is hard for me to say. Which National part? Autom- like National Automobile Museum. It's like it's... It, it's a lot of get, M's and B's. There's lots of M's and B's. Um, but we're in, in Reno, Nevada. We're right by the river. Um amazing space here we love it and we're in the new podcast well is it still considered new because you keep upgrading it and now we have cameras and we'll say new and improved new and improved improved. yes new and improved i like that i like that so we're going to go back to christian because you know he's not only the man behind the scenes and we've complimented him but i want to know we were all saying how you have that sexy radio voice have you always had that sexy radio voice or I mean, has this been something you've always wanted to do? You mentioned you were in the automobile music, automobile. Yeah, I, that's a Business, tough word. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so tell us a little about your history. Yeah. How you um, got here? It's genetic. So got it from my father, which is nice. <laughs> does but, he talk uh, like that too? He does. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. How and old is he? He's is he married. <laughs> okay. Never mind. <laughs> Me and my mom are still together, so it's. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I actually uh, studied audio engineering at film school. Oh way back when, and uh, wanted to go into film, family came from the automotive side, ended up going into automotive, working for Mercedes-Benz, Lexus, Ooh. companies like that in marketing, business development, and inevitably I had to deal with the TV people or the radio people, and they'd say, you know what, come in and record a voiceover for us. Why don't you come in and record something? And so that's sort of how I got started into it, and uh, you know, really got into podcasting when nobody knew podcasting was at that point and then uh at some point after 17 years in the car business just got burned out decided to 17 years start you're still over. a baby like well, how were you like two uh, were you like maybe five a little bit older than parents that. or something right. it's a baby <laughs> That's a long, that's but a long time. uh yeah so then uh you know just decided to start the life over and uh, get into the radio business and uh here i am and actually my Stage name, my radio name, Christian Phoenix, yeah. comes from the Phoenix Rising from the Ashes, starting over, and uh, you know, that's sort of how it all came about. See, that's cool, and I've known you for at least a few months now, and I learn something new every day. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I mean, I'm, I learn about him every day, too, because I'm always saying help. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if I had a business card, there'd be a lot of uh, commas after my job title, you know, Owner, operator, producer, engineer, technical support, customer service. I could just keep going. For days. No, but I, I, I love what you've done here because originally, like, I remember the first time we did a show here and Christian was on the, you know, he wasn't in person. And as you said, I was very calm. I'm like, oh no. Because it, it was like we couldn't get connected, and, and we, I was just a few, just a few little technical issues. Like there were just a Wi-Fi, connection. Wi-Fi didn't connect, <laughs> and we were running late. But you know what? We all made it through it, and that's what's good about working with both of you is that we all just kind of go with it. You know, sometimes you got to just go with the flow. But life's too short. It, oh it really yeah. is. And, and I used to get stressed out. I still get stressed out. But at the smallest little things, do you ever go back now and you go? Why did I worry about that? Oh, but don't you feel like sometimes, like if, if you say, um, not, not say that, because there's times when I worried and worried and worried, and it's like, why are you worrying? And then I worried for nothing, but there's times when I'm afraid if I don't worry, then maybe there's going to be a problem. <laughs> so I like to have a little bit of, not of a worry, but I like to have a little bit of a, um, just to be on your, t- what's it called? Like you're not nervous, but you're anxious because, you know, things could go wrong, Especially nowadays with internet stuff, it happens all the time. But between you 
both of you, I've seen people <laughs> just like fall apart when things don't go smooth. Uh-huh. And then when the camera goes on, they can't get it together. Oh. You can see. You you guys are pros about it. I've watched both of you oh. now. You're pros. <laughs> well, I have to say, I, I really do. I feel like if, um like you totally brightened my day, I feel like I gotta tell you. Like you came in the room and it was like, whoa, magic. It's, it's been a good day. Museum is really, so, it's been good. Okay. So, I mean, you said you were you like on cloud nine. So let's just share why you're on cloud nine. But the, you need about an hour show, but things, things <laughs> have just been going really well. well we, what's some of the top things? Well, we just, we did a couple of things. The, the bottom line is we're just getting a lot of people in the community are coming in and just re-engaging with us they knew that we were here we used to we use the phrase we're the best kept secret in reno it isn't and it's it's really kicking in so people are re-engaging they love the stories if they don't like the automobiles then they like the stories about it if they don't like that then they have race cars if they don't like race cars they want to watch a movie <laughs> they don't like that we got the batmobile we got the delorean we have events here so people are just kind of getting more excited about it re-engaging with one of the treasures we have right in their back door they did they didn't know about and uh, there's a lot of people moving into town so they're excited but more of the feedback i'm getting positive is from people who have been here their whole life <laughs> and literally did not know we were here oh i, I can and that totally just that pumps that. you up because every day is like oh cool and if you look outside people can be down to the to the uh the museum they're going to see some pretty cool decorations we got the christmas oh, music going gosh. it's like the old fashioned you know when you go into a ball and you got the christmas music going you yeah. got the decorations it kind of gets everybody in a good good feeling. All you got to yeah. do is put Frosty on. Everyone's going to smile. Oh, I love Frosty. Right. I mean, pump out some cinnamon or some Cinnabon smell, Ooh, and you know, it, it just completes the ensemble. Great. Oh, here. You know what? We have Dorinda's chocolate. I can, let's see if Ooh, I can get some peppermint. Yeah. Oh, we got we so the cameras are over there. This is their this is their um what is it called? It's their peppermint bark. Peppermint bark. That looks good. So um I just touched that one, but if maybe somebody wants one, I'm just going to share. We much. love Dorinda's chocolate. We do a lot with them. We love them. So you all, so you, a new commercial, you were talking about we, that. We have a new commercial and two of our stars are on it here. And, and we did two things. We wanted to get the, the word out. So we partnered with uh, Cola 8. They did a commercial. We had a 15 second, a 30 second. And we went with a completely different approach. We just went ahead and said, here's all the things we have. Movie theater, podcast studio, uh, and we use people who are really uh, people from the community. We didn't go out and get actors for 100 yeah. miles an hour or, or 100 miles away. Yeah. And we didn't get a lot of stock photos. We brought people in that are part of our community to get engaged, engaged because you're the ones who represent us. No, we I love that. We want to showcase you. Yeah. And, and uh, you two haven't seen it, but we're getting some great feedback. We're even <laughs> doing birthday parties here now for kids. So we're doing Ooh, all kinds of fun, fun stuff. No, that, that's, that is really good. And what I loved when you came on board – you also took the approach, like you said, about getting the people in the community. You, you had a call out, and I, I a casting came, call, yep. a casting call, and there were people lined up, and you know, just to, to get a shot of being in some of your prints. So I thought that was really cool that you you did that. I mean, it was a local casting call. Local casting call because we wanted all of our advertising and promotions to reflect the people who live in our community, and for the reasons I said before, it makes big difference. Oh, it does because it's it's you know on the poster. On the TV, you're like, oh, I know them. It's not just, like you said, a stock photo. And a lot of people, I mean, I try to not use a lot of stock photos in the stuff I do. So, because I feel like it's important. I mean, I do sometimes. Sometimes you have no choice. But I try to use real people. It, it makes a big difference. People see their kids or their family, their aunts and uncles walking through. So in the commercials and the print ads and, the comer- and everything we're doing, 
Uh, we're engaged in some of we've done some parades lately, which always gets the adrenaline oh, I like going. That. Do you remember back the old days when you had parades and you knew your neighbors and everyone was excited? <laughs> oh, yeah, that we, small we, town, small town yeah. feel. You, you know, you see the bicycles out there and they're all playing all day long. We want that kind of. I know it sounds kind of corny. But we want that kind of atmosphere here when they come in. They 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 go to the podcast studio. They go watch a movie. They just go see some friends and have a birthday party here. I think mm-hmm. that's very different than what people thought of the museum in the past. And we're trying to really build that culture, which is a family event now. Because that's what that's you've done that. I, I mean, I have to well, say the, the board, I mean, the board, well, the, the board, board direction. You yeah. have a, you have a great board. Bill's not going to take the credit. I nope. know. Well, it's, it's, no, because it's the truth. The board I, has said even if wanna, it's true. No, the board has said that they want to go ahead and do the things that I'm doing, which is a big deal. Well. The holidays are here, and yep. you mentioned there's trees up and there's inflatable stuff. There's Christmas music. Is there anything special happening for the holidays? Well, yeah, we're going to show our appreciation to our members in the, in the communities. We open it up, so we have a huge event. It's uh, this Thursday the 9th, and it's uh, going to have Mania. The Beatles are coming, and they're full character from the minute they walk in the door they're actually going to stage some photographs you know the old albums oh, where like the beatles that. are walking oh, across the sidewalk abbey road. Yep. abbey road they're going to do their reenactment of the abbey road here we're going to put them in some of the the, the classic cars the batmobile and do I some promotional it. things and and just have a good old time so we're going to be doing that on uh but the Thursday. just so they know that this is we're actually recording early because i'm going to be out of town so your event will have already happened and you all missed it <laughs> i we missed it because i'm going to i'm actually i am will have been in El, um, el dorado hills i'm going to the wine area again i do a lot with the wineries and so um nello olivo winery is having his um christmas holiday party for the members and community so i'm going to be doing that and we're going to be going to crystal basin who does um helps with my wine and so we're just going to reconnect with some of our El Dorado peeps, um, and then we're going to come back, and um, I'm going to head back over the hill. So when you're listening to Weather this, permitting, right? well, for this week, for previous, but when you're listening to this now, I will be in Palm Desert. I'm going to be seeing my Ooh, aunt nice. and my mom. So oh, it'll be nippy here probably by then, but I'm going to be there, Much doing, some, there. I'm be doing some holiday stuff with family. So well, that's what it's my, about, especially this time of year. It's about that. So um, I'm not sure how many minutes we have, but... Got about a minute and a half. Okay, so, you know, we, we were playing... I'm just going to... I asked this last time, but we're going to ask you, would you rather have to eat a whole turkey in one setting or never be able to eat turkey again? Oh, he's thinking the no, other... No, no, no. I, what? I, I want turkey, so I'm going to eat it in one setting. It's a question Isn't there, that funny? Um, no, I, I, I can't give up my turkey. I love turkey. I can't give up. I'll have, if my choice is never <laughs> again... I'll eat a whole turkey. Okay, what about you? Um, I'd have to go with the whole turkey. When it comes to Thanksgiving, I just wait all year and then pile the turkey on. I, I eat way too much at Thanksgiving. See, it's so funny because the last show last week, they're like, nah, we could have chicken. I'm like, I love my turkey. Same. It is not the same with the gravy and the mashed potatoes and all that. So Cranberry sauce on the it's side, like, it's a good yeah. <laughs> And actually, Georgia made homemade, homemade cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving. She really felt adventurous, so that's pretty cool. One of these days, it's almost time. It is almost you, time. You can take us out, Christian. <laughs> just take us out when it's time for break, because I like having you. Here. There you go. You I'll, I'll just do my arbitrary. Do it. You've been listening to About Town Dead Present City Talk. <laughs> we will be back after this. You know that's what she said. Come on, let's have some fun with About Town Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb Presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. 
Out Town Deb, Debbie McCarthy. I'm here with two amazing men. Got Christian over here. We got Phil over here. I am having so much fun. I'm thinking, can I like have you both all the time? We should do this all the time. Oh, God. I really it's like, like this. Now. It's like family. National. Without auto- the family. Well, we're kind of family. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I This guy is pretty much family because yeah. he's had to put up with a lot with me. But we are at the National Automobile Museum in Reno, Nevada, right by the river in downtown on the Riverwalk. And you guys are part of the Riverwalk. We are. So thank you for that. And it, it truly is. I think that's one of the things people forget, how beautiful it is. We are 10 feet away from the river. I know. It's like it's you, beautiful. when you walk on your front door, you can see the river. You're right there. It's right there. And we get some plans this year, hopefully, <gasps> actually by the summer, to really take advantage Ooh. of that. So that's for another episode. Ooh. But I think it's going to blow people away when we have plans out on the river for this time next year. Actually, this summer. You heard it here. Yeah, I was going to say, this time next year might be a little chilly, especially yeah. considering what the weather's doing right now. But. Mm. So I'm going to ask another holiday question, and then we're going to talk about you, Mr. Phil, because you got something up your sleeve, but not yet. Both of us do. Oh, oh. He's part of that. I need to know that. Okay, well, now I don't know if I want to do a question. I want to know. Okay, here we go. Um, Let me see. Let me see. Would you rather eat, let me see, would you rather eat only holiday food or watch only holiday movies? I asked this last show. I'm curious. Holiday food or holiday movies? I already know what you're going to say. Me? Food? No. No. Movies. Which the ho- Are you holiday a Hallmark? Movies. Are you a Hallmark I, one? Or are you like Frosty the Snowman I, and Rudolph? I, I, I'm one of those that says, oh my God, please turn this off. Then I walk in and I walk out five more times and I can't leave until I see what happened at oh. the end. Even though everyone knows what's going to happen at the end. Right, because mm-hmm. they've seen it a million times. What about you? Um, you know, I can't say food because I'm not a big ham fan. You know, we talk turkey with Thanksgiving. But for me, it's the movies. You know, I love. Well, you're a movie buff, though. I am. You are a movie buff. I went to film school. And so, uh, you know, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I don't care what anybody says. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Die Hard is. Is is there holiday music in it? It's. It takes place during Christmas. It's a holiday party. Oh, is it really? Yep. I don't know if I've seen Die Hard. Oh, I don't know. There's like five of them. Yeah. Right. Maybe I have. The first one. So is, is that with like some of the guys dressed in black? Act, is that like no, Bruce is, Willis? This is more yippee IA. Oh, Bruce Willis. Mother. I don't think. Bleak, trucker. Bleak. Mother Trucker? I don't know. Mother Trucker, say yep. that four times. But, no, I, uh, I don't know yeah. whether I've seen that. National Lampoon's Christmas okay. Vacation. Okay, uh, that one I know. Okay. You know, Classic. Home Alone, Home okay. Alone 2. Okay. Um, you know, and not so much the Hallmark movies because. They, they make me cry. They're too cookie and I get, cutter for I get, me. Just, I get depressed. Yeah. I used to love to watch it, but now they make me sad. It's like, yeah. I, I want to be that. I want to be in that movie. I don't want to be like watching it. I want I want to be that movie. I don't know about you guys, but just movies in general, if I'm in a bad mood, it's like takes me to Disneyland. It takes me, I forget about my troubles. I literally I almost, I don't care if it's a, a funny or a sad, I just forget. And then I'm all like rebooted again. No, I totally agree with you. Because if I go to the movies, which I haven't done a lot lately, I can go to the movie, be in that theater for what, two hours, whatever it is. And I don't even know about anything else. I'm in the movie. I'm part of the character. And I, Walk out and go, whoa, like that was so cool. That's where I go to recharge my batteries. You know, I work so many hours, so many days each week that, you know, I go to the movies, just shut everything out. And then, you know, I come out two hours later, just feeling refreshed and ready to go again. So do you have a favorite movie or like one you've watched recently that's like, um, you're a movie buff. I don't know, not me, but. The brand new Ghostbusters is fantastic. I haven't seen it. I saw that. It is. Is it it recently out or? Yeah, it came out. 
a little over two weeks ago. Oh, it's okay. uh, Jason Reitman who directed it, son of Ivan Reitman. And they, uh, you know, it's a true sequel to the first two movies. And, and they treated it just perfectly. Okay, that may be something. You need the uh, Ecto-1 here. What's Ecto-1? That's the uh, Ecto-1? Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. oh, you mean like in the background. So, because they could see us, right? Because we're on. Oh, we no, no, no. This? I'm talking about the actual car. Oh, I thought oh, you meant yeah. like no, a poster be, here. It, it's funny because I've been trying actively to get the Ghostbusters car here for about uh, three months now. And I was really close <gasps> to, to borrowing it. Ooh. And then uh, that came out. And then now Everybody. it's got like a two, two year wait list to have it come in the oh, museum. Man. Oh, man. You were close. I was close. You were right there. there. I did get to sit in the DeLorean, which was a oh. dream of mine. Back to the Future's. Another one oh, of my all-time I, favorites. I do like Back to the Future. But I, I did, did realize that I'm far too tall for that car. It, it's it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Did we you get stuck? Experience. Did you get stuck? <laughs> oh, my knees were up to my chest. And well, then how do you uh, drive it? How did they oh, do I it? Oh, I didn't drive it. No, but whoever drove it, were they short? <laughs> well, it was Michael J. Fox. I oh, mean, he's shorter. He's yeah, a little so, guy. Yeah. What about? Batmobile is the same way. Is it? that a wheel? only have a half a steering wheel, so when you go to turn it, you're... you're Knocking you your can't, knees. You can't really turn it, but it... it mm. It's fun. It's fun to watch people just kind of go back in time, literally, and, oh, and re, you know, just go back to where they used to watch the old Batman, you know, the pow, bang. Right. 1966. <laughs> holy, mo holy moly. Holy moly. Right. Oh. <laughs> Memories. What about you? Favorite movie? Uh, people are going to probably laugh, but mine is Gladiator. Oh, just, such a good movie. Just, just love Gladiator. Cinderella Man. Great oh. movies. Cinderella Man? Yeah. Good, Where's the good Cinderella movie. Man? Cinderella, yeah, it's. it's was he uh, did he? What, what I think do you mean? Director Ron Howard. It oh, was. Uh, I like Ron Howard. Yeah, I, yep. I like I like uh, more historic ones. He's from Burbank. He's from my hometown, by the way. Opie, Good. Opie. <laughs> I, I, met, you know, I met him once. You did. I did. How about that? Was he? Was it in your younger days? I was. I was an extra on the movie oh. uh, The Burbs. You ever <laughs> heard the Burbs. I love the Burbs. Yes, I did some oh. amazing acting. If you look Ooh. carefully. You'll see. I was a paramedic, and I walked by the camera five thousand times, and I cannot <laughs> believe they didn't like throw me off the set. It was so awkward. I'm just what we we like do this. it on purpose? Or were you oh, just yeah. trying to get in the scene? Oh, I was just trying to get on the scene. Oh, I'm, oh, from, I, I, I'm from a little small town in the oh. East Coast, and I'm here, and I'm seeing all these people. And I'm going, oh my god, I might as well just milk this thing. Oh, I love it. So that's pretty cool. So speaking of, you know, you're becoming quite the celebrity, not just being the executive director here. I hear you got your own thing going on. Yeah, we're excited. Well, so, so you both, you, both so, so, so tell us, tell us about it. We, we've been talking about doing something like this, something like this at the museum for a long time. The show is called uh, What Moves? What Reno. Drives what, Reno. Sorry, I didn't even say the name right. What Drives Reno? How bad is that? Tying it into that? the whole yes, and, and thing. Yes, and I can't take credit. Christian came up with the name. What of Drives course. Reno? It is about, obviously, the tie-in about driving the museum. Movers and shakers that come in in the community, we want to interview them. I want good stories. I want to find out about what their first car was because oh. everybody remembers that. So I'm going to ask that question Can to I everybody. Can I tell you mine now? Yeah, please. Can you guess? Can you guess what mine would be? Uh, Volkswagen. No. No. I remember you saying it once, and I want to say a Fiero. But it was a Ford Pinto. Pinto. Ford Pinto. It, it was. was a bright red, cherry red with a white vinyl top. And it really wasn't, my, when I turned 16, I got a little box wrapped with a key. I'm like, oh my gosh. My dad goes, no, you just get to have a key. <laughs> you don't get, it's not your car, but you get to drive it. So I would share it with my dad. So I really didn't have my own car. It was my car, but that's what I drove. But at that age, I didn't hey, care. I had just, the same deal. I was happy just to I get just, the key. I just that wanted to drive like, it. And I, 
I, I would go get the milk. I get the, I get whatever, whatever they wanted, the bread. I go, go do whatever it. they want. Let me just it. do it. Let me do it. Until I had to pay for the gas. And I go, okay, this is going to be a little harder. Right. What was your first car? A Buick Skylark. And I lived in Boston. That's where I'm from. Okay. And uh, it barely, I could literally, not exaggerating, I could see the floor as I'm going. It was all rotted out. <laughs> but I was. I got it for like 50 bucks. And I could drive it. And I could see the floor and the cement there. Oh, my gosh. People back east know that they salt the roads. And it doesn't last So did long. the salt like pop up? Oh, I had a rug that was like lost rugs would fall through. Oh, my legs. gosh. How funny. <laughs> it was like Freddie Flintstone. It was <laughs> there you point. go. My legs were just going. That's how you get it started, right? I love it. Yeah. What about you, Christian? Uh, I saved up for my first car, obviously. Came from a car family. Mine was a 91 Firebird GTA 6.1 liter. Oh. <laughs> Fancy pants, yeah. you. You just went right for the A-level. He went oh. right. Because you yeah. saved, but you're from a car family, so. Yeah, you know. Could it, you get a deal on it? Oh, we, I, I spent months searching for the right car. Bought it of from course. this little old man who barely Aww. drove it. And, uh, I mean, kept it in pristine condition. Bought it for like five grand. Which, that's a lot which was a lot of money for a no, kid but at the same time you know it was the car that i wanted you know and so uh it, it, you know you look back on the one car you wish you still had today that was the one but was that the one yeah i don't know I, I i think when i was like 15 and we were looking for cars just to make me feel good they said what would you like and i said I want that one. It was like a Mercedes little sports oh, car. Of course. And so my dad goes, oh, my God, we're in trouble. I mean, I did. Of course, I didn't get it. <laughs> but anyway, but I, I just had that kind of a, I always wanted that. But now, you know what? Now, to me, it's really, you know, as long as I have a car that gets me where I got to go, I don't know. I'm fine. But, but isn't it funny, though, if you ask somebody what their first car was? They, they, they can't, I can't remember what I had for breakfast. I can't remember I can't, stories that my right. family told me about things. But I remember my first car. And most people have the same thing. And they almost always smile immediately. And it just triggers other memories. It's other and, memories. And that's, that's the cool part about that. Well, that's what's good about here. Because you will probably see your first car or your grandparents' first car or your great-grandparents' first car that was a buggy or something. And I know with, I've said this before with my dad. I would bring him here because he loved to walk with his little cane. And he would go to each of the different areas and he would sit there and stand there and share a memory. And I think that you guys are offering memories. And I, I love, we don't, you don't get that very much. We're all like hustling. We were talking about the last show. We're all just go, go, go. But when you come in here, you don't have to hurry. You can stroll down memory lane. Literally down memory Literally lane. Literally down memory lane. And unlike a lot of places, you notice right outside here, we, the cars are right next to you. You don't have a 30 foot gap between you and a stanchion. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you, you can't get to them. You're right up next to them. And the, and the people who have been here have been amazing. They've really they're very respected. Respect. I was going to say that, yeah. Very respectful. Well, I think that they're grateful that they have this opportunity. So if you respect it, and you know, it's going to be here. And I learn something every day. There's people that are so knowledgeable. And they share with to you. Come through. And you just said, like, when your father came by and remembered, my dad was 98. He came here a year ago. And he got really like emotional. Oh, so we'll go. So, so did mine, yeah. Gosh, you know, it's that time again. So we're going to take our final break. And we come back, we'll do a little bit of more holiday questions. And so what you're listening to City Talk with About Town Deb at the National Automobile Ready to help from her toes to her head. Just give her a shout. Call About Town Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. 
welcome back to City Talk. I'm about town dub your host. I am with Christian right over here, the man behind the screen. And right now he's in front of me. And I wish I had him every week in front of me. This is so not fair. I'm going to get a uh, cardboard cutout and put, a, you do that? put an oh, iPad that. with my face on oh, there. I, so I would love that. Can... And then we have Phil here, executive director at the National Automobile Museum in Reno downtown, downtown Reno, Riverwalk, right on the river. And this is our um, new, it keeps new and improved studio podcast. And so I'm going to go to Christian now because Christian... Like, I love when we first, I first met you and the energy, like, you're like, we got to do something. And now we're doing something. And then I said to Christian, oh my God, you got to see this. Now you two are connected. So I really am a connector. People say the influencer, but really I don't, I know there's influencers, but Maybe I like. the matchmaker. I'm, I'm the matchmaker of businesses and nonprofits and people together. I think that somebody has got to like, hey, you should know each other because you're going to rock the world. But so I'm going to go to you, Christian. You tell us like what kind of cool stuff are you guys doing together here? Yeah. So, you know, it's when I started Phoenix Media, the whole idea was to help people start podcasts who didn't really know where to start. You know, most people think that you sit down in front of a mic, you hit the record button, you send it out and a million people all of a sudden show up and you're making millions of dollars like Joe Rogan. It that's, doesn't, yeah. that doesn't does, quite that's, work that that's way. That's not happening? No, unfortunately oh. not. Not really. Um, so you get a lot of people who they start it and then they do a couple episodes and it fizzles out. And so, you know, the whole idea behind Phoenix Media was to be able to support the content creators, the people who are getting in front of the mic and, and really concentrating on talking about what they really want to talk about, what they're passionate about, and then we take care of the rest. And so that's where it started out and it has just evolved from there. Now we're in streaming television, uh, TV networks, building networks, um, similar to Hulu, Netflix, things along those lines, um, you know, partnering with Phil, uh, obviously with Deb's help, uh, to kind of revitalize the podcast studio. I know you guys had sort of that idea. A lot of the equipment was here to begin with, but just like everything else that I was just talking about, didn't know quite where to start. You, you took it to the next level. Oh, I'm so excited you, too. You, you literally took it from a, a stagnant place with equipment here <laughs> and turned it and made it made it live. And that's the thing, you know. As we're here, people see what we're doing. Um, I mean, a, a couple shows have come out of this just by physically being here. And uh, you know, so if there are people out there that do want to start their own shows but don't exactly know what to do, where to go, you know, everything is set up here. That you know, you come in, you swoop in, we record you, we put it out. And it, uh, you know, it makes life that much easier. And one-stop shopping, because I think a lot of people would be surprised about how many different elements are, could be involved. And it gets kind of overwhelming, but you make it all so simple. <laughs> you truly, I you try really to, do. Yeah. You make it extremely simple and for people like me to understand. And when you're out the door, you give, you give me enormous coaching. You know, you, I can see by your face, well, I probably should have done it a little better. And you give me some ideas about the intros. And, and, and I, I really appreciate it because you're both pros. And for anyone to come in, they need that kind of coaching. Yeah, and that's all part of it is, you know, here's sort of the structure. You know, you can take it as a template. You can make it your own. But it's, it's more than just starting to talk into a microphone, understanding how to start a show out, how to end a show, how to go into a break, what to talk about. Um, and you know, really making it interesting for the listener because there's a million podcasts out there. Why is yours different? And that's what we take time to explore. I'm still learning because, I mean, because for me, originally it wasn't a podcast. I mean, this is a podcast, but I also, mine was more of a radio it podcast. A radio show, yeah. It was a radio show, but we don't 
then you helped create where we were streaming on Facebook. So then it became more of, it was just radio. People were seeing us. And then it was funny because you could see the expressions and you could see that we're having a good time. It's not just the voice. So, but when they're listening right now, they're hearing it as a podcast. But if you're watching on Facebook then or well, YouTube. And that's the other thing. We want to be everywhere that people are listening. So some people like me, I'm an avid podcast listener. So if I'm driving around, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm not necessarily watching the video. But for other people, they're on YouTube, they're on Facebook, they're watching video. Why not give them the same content? No, Actually, I even a little bit more through the video aspect and reach pretty much everybody. And we have the TV studio next door, too. That I, we have an opportunity I to really like being in there. You know I do. Well, it's all I, actually wired, hardwired now. And I'm we're, just saying. We're good to go, too. Because it's, it's kind of nice to alternate back and forth. Because sometimes I have a show like this format where we're all sitting here but then there's other times when i'm a little bit more serious and i, I have a sit down with somebody and i really like that too yeah that's a little know. more like a late night talk show yeah. on the couch you know more of a traditional tv set whereas you know this is more geared towards the audio but you get the video element as well and the nice thing about the auto museum is it offers both it, i know it not, does not only that but we haven't even got into it yet but we have for people who aren't familiar we have the blacksmiths shop we had the 30 street oh. we have the uh muscle car row street we have the old uh the space center in there we have celebrity cars there's a lot of places you could you could broadcast with your help in, in the museum well no i would let because normally i i go to a different location every week usually i'm about town and i love that but i also like the idea of being here because then you that you have the lighting, you have the sound, you've got the cameras and normally i get there and poor christians trying to like okay you know check this and check the internet speed and oh my gosh, we got to start over. So this is really nice to be. And it's up. nice for you to have a home base because there was a, a period base. of time where you were doing it out of the Anywhere. extra room in your house and, <laughs> and you know, that yeah. was through COVID times. No, and, but this is nice. So yeah. I, I really, I feel like I really do this being the second one in a row. I mean, I love it. I'm really excited. So I'm thinking this might be, if you'll have me, this you, might you be thinking, my home. thinking this might be a place? This might be my home base. About good. town Deb might settle in for a little bit. And Phil, you were talking about the facades and the different streets. Uh, I know on your last episode of the show, you had Rich Crombie in of oh. Port of Subs, and they actually window dressed one of the stores. So it's like a Port what? of Subs shop almost, minus yeah. the actual sandwiches. Yeah, actually, people are surprised. Really? We, we probably have this year over 90,000 people who have come through our building. People are really shocked about that. And one of the things we brought on was Port of Subs. They're our new partner. And they took one of the facades and they converted into one of the store. But you oh, know what? You know what the coolest thing is? Is there really food in there? Because I'm hungry. No, no, that's exactly what it is. People what? walk up and it know. looks like one of the original stores. They have a real long history here. And they, they walk up to the door and they try and open it. They go, well, <laughs> what is it actually opening? And they say, we're going to be mean. We're going to get like, I was talking oh. to the owner the other day. Uh, we're going to get some brownies and cook them and like have the smell oh. there. Oh, that is so not fair. So not fair. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's a lot of great, great opportunities. The, the facades are more like, for those people who aren't familiar, more like a movie set. Yeah. Yeah, and that just goes back to the fact that you can film and, and, and broadcast from anywhere in here and have something interesting to look at. I mean, right over Phil's left shoulder, if you're watching right now, there's Yoda. Hi, Yoda. Where, where do you get Yoda on a, yeah, a show about? Yeah, where do you get Yoda? Is, is it like an original Yoda? That, that's one of the original the Yodas. Um, really? One of my friends literally has every, a, a place, it's a warehouse, and I thought it was like a little hobby place. He said, I got some stuff. And then went in, it's like a 10,000 square foot building of like a movie set. You got the Roman Empire in one section, you got a whole wardrobe wow. for Cleopatra, then you got something on the 
uh, you name it, he's got it wow. there. And he brought up this for us for a backdrop. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Um, I'm going to, because I know it's the fourth segment and I don't want to forget this because I always do my quotes. So I'm really trying to be consistent. So I'm just going to bring it in here. Oh, this works too. Oh my gosh. It always happens that way. Every successful individual knows that his or her achievement depends on a community of persons working together. Paul Ryan, and we're doing that right now. I just love it. I mean, on, I say it I say it every time, but I mean it every time. Like I pick these quotes like two weeks out and it always works perfectly who, for whoever I'm with on that's, set. That's perfect for this group. This is perfect it for is, this yeah. group. So I'm really excited about that. And, and I know that I have really... Um, my success is not mine. It's the team around me. And I've always said that I'm more of a we person. I'm more of a giver and I like to share. And I know that if I didn't have someone like Georgia and have you guys and Courtney and Chris and all the different people who have helped me throughout the last almost 10 years doing this, um, I really wouldn't be where I was today. And, and I'm just going to be honest way back in the beginning, like you were saying, when you first started, I literally like stuttered. I didn't want to do it. I, I, I didn't want anything to do with the radio part of it. But all of a sudden I'm in America Matters or Nevada Matters. And Eddie's like, okay, here, get on set. I'm like, no, I don't want to get on set. Here, you have a three-hour show. What? So no, I, it's, it's kind of things just happen for me organically. So I've just taken the road um, that I'm supposed to take. And that's what led me to here. So What happens and, to nice people? And can I just throw one thing in real quick? Yeah, you have. You, yeah. you had mentioned a little bit ago about being a connector. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people will hear that and they'll think connector. Oh, they'll think of certain like groups that really just, that's what they do. That's their career. You're not that. No. You are, it's, you are genuinely one of the nicest people I've Thank ever you. met. And when you connect people, you know that it's based out of true friendship. No, and you're, it is. You really are a giver. I've known Thank that you. about <laughs> you since a short time. But you, it's a different level of connection. It's not like, hey, hope you meet. It's, no. hey, this is another good person. Here's someone I think you can really help each other. And yeah. it doesn't work out, it's great. But you do it in a really Thank nice, you. sincere no, way. I do. And that's what I learned from my dad. It was all about you know bringing people together. And really, it's not just any people. Right. And I guess I'm just very blessed that this road has taken me to this road in the Automobile Museum. So I have no idea where, where it's going to go from here. But I know it's going to be great. Um, so how do we find out more information about the Automobile Club and then uh, Christian share your website? If you go to our website, which is real simple, it's just automuseum.org, not .com, automuseum.org. Nonprofit. Uh, nonprofit. We're a 501c3, and we, um, we are right down here in the corner of Mill Street and uh, Lake Street. In Reno. Christian? And then uh, Phoenix Media. Obviously, if you watch or listen to Deb's show, <laughs> yeah. you see my branding all over it. But uh, phoenixmedia.us, that's F-E-N-I-X, media. And you can also follow me, About Town Deb, anywhere with About Town Deb. And hello, Grandma B and Aunt Ellie. And please check out my blog. I have a new, um, we just did a great show with Greenhorn Rant. So check it out, About Town Deb, City Talk. See you next week.